we could be making a big money summer transfer into your bank account. £5,000 cash. The Clyde One Super Scoreboard 5 Grand Fan with Ladbrooks.com. Please gamble responsibly. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard's Five Grand Fans. Stephen Gerrard takes charge of his first game at Ibrox tonight. Dedrick Boyata could help Belgium reach a World Cup semi-final later and the Edinburgh clubs continue their transfer business with Hearts and Hibs making moves in the transfer window today. I'm Andrew McLean and I'm delighted to say I'm joined in the studio by Hugh Keevans. You wouldn't open your curtains if an English League Two side were playing in your back garden. But Andrew, tonight... Symbolises the dawn of the Gerard era at Ibrooks. 40,000 plus will go to praise Stephen, not to bury him. Did you hear what I did there? I like that. Who else could put Shakespeare into five grand fan? Go on, follow that. Hugh Keevans, our very own poet here at Super Scoreboard. And of course, there's the chance for you to grab yourself £5,000 as usual in time for the new season kicking off every weeknight from 6 until 7. That's your chance to come on air and answer as many sporting general knowledge questions as you can inside 30 seconds. The aim of the game, as always, is to get yourself on that leaderboard before we head into finals week. That's starting in just over two weeks' time. To do that, you must get a score of at least 6 and seven will get you joint top. There's three sitting there at the moment. David McGill from East Kilbride, Stuart Buchanan from Sterling, and Terry McCutcheon from Barhead. But if you think you can do better, head to Clyde1.com where you can find all the information and instructions you need to register, or if social media is your thing, head to at SSB on Twitter, go to our pinned tweet, and you can enter there. We're getting close to Fergie time, Hugh. Not long yep. left for people to enter. Three weeks tonight, the final. There's been some excitement so far. Let's see if there is a seven out there for us Well I'm confident I'm confident we're going to get a, a good score tonight I've got, I've, I've got a feeling I've got a feeling But uh, before we get to that Let's get into the football of course As I mentioned earlier Rangers have their second Pre-season friendly tonight They host English League 2 side Bury at Ibrooks. It'll be Stephen Gerrard's First taste of his home stadium And it's set to be busy As you said Hugh 40,000 tickets plus Have been sold already if you're heading to the game tonight or you want to talk about anything else, give us a call 0141 951 1025. You can tweet us at Clyde SSB as well, Hugh. There's been a lot of hype around Stephen Gerrard, yeah. but the fans will finally get their first glimpse at the Stephen Gerrard era tonight. Well, the size of the crowd tells you how excited the Rangers supporters have become since uh, Stephen Gerrard was appointed manager. Uh, I do stand by what I said that I think Celtic will get a proper challenge next season. They have had Rangers as their plaything for two years under Mark Warburton, Pedro Cachinha, Graham Murty. Brendan Rodgers has not lost the game against Rangers. He's had fives, fours, threes. He has utterly dominated Rangers. But I think, and I do factor in the lack of managerial experience where Stephen Gerrard is concerned, I do think, Andrew, we are about to have the most competitive season since Walter Smith was Rangers manager. What is it about Steven Gerrard that you've seen so far that makes you think he'll be different from Mark Warburton, from Pedro Cachinha, from Graham Murty? Uh, I think simply professionalism. Um, the, the man's had a stellar career as a player. That is no guarantee of success in management. We could all list uh, a, a whole succession of great players who are failures as managers but he has brought in solid reliable players 
For two years Rangers have had iffy signings Which has resulted in iffy form uh, And Celtic as Stephen Gerrard said At the outset have had it their own way uh, But I do think that there's an all round reliability uh, About the players who have been brought in uh, And uh, they now must hit the ground running Because Celtic surely will uh, Celtic want 10 in a row uh, They're going for 8 in the season That's just around the corner So that's why I think we are in for a fantastic season And again, I stand by where I said I think the the title is the business of Celtic, the holders And Rangers, the potential challengers It's no one else's affair I will happily wipe the egg off my face If that is not the case But I do believe we are in for an epic, memorable season I'm sure if it's not the case, we'll have plenty of people reminding you come the end of the season, as we always do. They're most terribly welcome. And of course, you know, Rangers fans turning out in their droves tonight. Mm. What do you think they'll be most excited to see? Um, Probably Stephen Gerrard coming down the tunnel. uh, Because as I say, Burry, if Mark Warburton was still Rangers manager and Rangers were playing Burry tonight at Ibrox, what do you think the crowd would be? It would be nothing like 40,000 plus. So the Rangers fans are galvanised They have been watching games Particularly against Celtic Through the cracks in their fingers For two years Now they believe That they have the makings of something It's up to Stephen Gerrard Gary McAllister And the Rangers players To show that is the case But I just have this gut feeling That we are in for an epic season In for an epic season You think But it is Early days of course mm. They've only had one pre-season friendly yep. This is only their second Straight into competitive action next week A lot of new signings that need to gel in Do you feel that like that's a problem? Um, of course you know the, the, uh, When you have a collection of players Who are unused to each other But um, by the time the season starts they, they will be gelling together Incidentally I'm not ruling out Celtic Don't let anyone think that I think Celtic uh, will bring John McGinn in before the start of the season I think uh, going for eight in a row Players like Lewis Morgan brought to the club We've had Scott Sinclair this week uh, Assuring everyone that he'll be the Scott Sinclair Who uh, lit up his first season at Celtic Park There's so much about Celtic uh, to be enthused about If you're a Celtic supporter That's why Andrew, I just feel that From both sides of the city We can rely on Genuine competition Another thing That I think a lot of Rangers fans Will be looking towards tonight Is of course Lee Wallace is still In dispute with the club Mm. He was the club captain So Rangers are currently Without a club captain Do you feel that Whoever wears the armband tonight That will be a good indicator Of who Steven Gerrard Wants to be his captain For the upcoming season Probably Uh, They could certainly use That inspirational figure Celtic have it in Scott Brown uh, you know, when Scott Brown is on top form, Celtic are on top form. He has been uh, the tallies man for Celtic uh, for ten years now. Uh, so Rangers need that kind of talismanic figure. They need the go-to guy. Uh, Celtic have him. He's still there. He's still the captain. Rangers are looking for one. And in terms, you know, you look at the amount of false starts that Rangers have had since they got back up. Yep. To the top division They can't afford to have another Well you know Part of the excitement for me Is that we'll have Rangers at Pataudry First weekend of the season Celtic at home to Livingston On the Saturday 
um, Rangers at Pataudry the following day uh, We'll barely be into the season Before on September 2nd We'll have Celtic playing Rangers at Celtic Park So there'll be no time to catch your breath Just be very careful Because from August the 4th until May 2019 It'll be hell for leather And straight in to the qualifiers next week It's just good to have competitive football back isn't it? Horrible journey for Celtic But bear in mind that their Armenian opponents Have a horrible journey back uh, To Glasgow To to uh, to meet a side who are intent On getting that Champions League money once again uh, It's the last place Celtic would want to go But they have the players To make light of it they do Going back to Rangers We've You know Seven signings so far There's a few others That are mm. in the pipeline That we've seen Steven Gerrard Clearly When he came to the club Has seen the players That were there He thinks You know I need to bring in Some of my own people here How yeah. much Revamping Did the squad need And how much does it need Do you feel From now Going forward I think if you're a top class pro Like Steven Gerrard And indeed Gary McAllister And you've examined the last couple of years at Rangers And in particular The games against Celtic Because Celtic will always be the benchmark for Rangers And Rangers will be the benchmark for Celtic And a stronger Rangers More so So he's looked at the, the performances against Celtic And he has seen weakness He has seen a lack of fitness Compared to Celtic's fitness He has seen a side who Even when they have 11 men in Celtic of 10 Still can't see the game out And Celtic win at Ibrooks. So he has had to make all of those signings, Andrew. He's had to radically overhaul the side because the one he had was never going to beat Celtic. And although many fans will say, you know, they'd rather not see Rangers up competing at the top of the table, do you feel that it is good for Scottish football to have, you know, that competition up instead of Celtic, you know, running away with it as they have done over the past few years? Well, you know, all credit to Derek McInnes and to Aberdeen for being the best of the rest for four years in a row. But Celtic and Rangers are the cornerstones of Scottish football and that's with no disrespect to anyone else because Hibs under Neil Lennon are, are doing a fantastic job and Stevie Mallon's gone to Hibs today and he'll be a great signing. We'll talk about him later. Um, there are many good things Stevie Clark signing an extension to his contract at Rugby Park He's been a breath of fresh air Not only for the club at Rugby Park But for Scottish football as a whole So there are many, many things to be enthused about But I think it will be uh, a fight between Celtic and Rangers Celtic undeniably strong, solid, dependable Seven in a row Invincibles Who then do the double treble Who are looking at the triple treble So much to be excited about Andrew The Clyde One Super Scoreboard 5 Grand Fan With Ladbrokes.com Please gamble responsibly Make a big summer signing now And sign up at Clyde1.com Well this is another thing to get excited about We're getting our first contestant on the line tonight For 5 Grand Fan And it is Callum in Sulcoats Callum Hi how are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you feeling going into five grand fan? Ah, not bad. I've still got a score of six, I think, but I'll give it a go. Have you been uh, playing along throughout the week? Ah, uh, yeah. Average scores about three or four, so it doesn't go too well, but we'll have a laugh. See what happens. Three or four, but maybe you'll hit peak form tonight. 
Listen, all that fresh air in Saltcoats I love Saltcoats My holiday destination as a child So you're a lucky man, Callum Let's see how you do Let's see how you do Indeed 30 seconds on the clock as usual To answer as many questions correctly as you can If you don't know the answer You can pass or give it a guess You never know, you might get it right Aim of the game is to stay on the leaderboard How does that sound to you, Callum? Okay, see what happens Give it a go Let's see what happens What was the score between France and Uruguay earlier? No who did Luis Suarez play with before joining Liverpool? Uh, pass. Which Italian side did David Beckham play on loan at in the 2000, 2009 and 10? Uh, can you repeat that, sorry? Which Italian side did David Beckham play on loan at in Which league in England did Burry play in? Uh, league one. Slam dunk is a term used in which sport? Uh, tennis. Uh, which team has won the FA Cup most? Uh, you got an answer in But was it the right answer We'll get round to that now A nice recent question To start off What was the score Between France and Uruguay Earlier on yep. 2-0 it was Hugh We saw the second goal Yeah Well it's been Since the Champions League final When Liverpool's goalkeeper uh, Had a howler And then said that he was concussed uh, We've had Willie Caballero At the, the World Cup Having a howler uh, and the poor old Uruguay goalkeeper joined the club today So it is the loneliest position of all The only thing I would say in his defence The ball did look as if it changed direction It was uh, not not the best display of goalkeeping we've seen But there, there's been a few howlers uh, We're used to them in Scottish football to be fair uh, Ajax was the team that Luis Suarez played for before Liverpool Ajax uh, AC Milan was of course the side David Beckham played on loan at in 2009 and 2010 You went for League 1 for Bury I gave it away in the intro, League 2 League 2 it is indeed Slam dunk is a term used in which sport? Basketball It is basketball I think you just had the tennis fever from Wimbledon there Callum And, uh, and which team has won the most FA Cups? My guess, Arsenal And Arsenal would have been correct yeah, so I... Callum That's a two Oh well At least it was not a zero <laughs> At least it wasn't a zero Exactly You always get the beach At Salkowitz Callum <laughs> Oh aye <laughs> Well thank you very much To Callum He was he was taking the positives anyway At, le- at least it wasn't a zero I'm trying to do my best For the Salkowitz tourist board And <laughs> Callum's having a laugh Well if you think You can do better Than a three Head to Clyde1.com Where you can find All the information And instructions You need to register Or if Twitter Is your thing Find us there At ClydeSSB Go to our pinned tweet And you'll find All the information there Another two chances For you to get involved Later on tonight And still two weeks left Three at the top Of the leaderboard Mm. On a seven It is a tough score To beat you Listen Plenty of nights of five grand fan to go There's a seven out there I know there is We'll make sure to get involved Or if you want to chat About Scottish football 0141 951 1025 Is the number Or you can tweet us At Clyde SSB When we look at this game Tonight between Rangers And Bury Because there's a competitive game So soon But they haven't played That many pre-season games Do you feel that This will be more of a Sort of training exercise And they'll be testing players out Or do you feel that he'll be trying to get that competitive nature into the team straight away? Yes, I do. Uh, I think Steven Gerrard is not about dress rehearsals or uh, anything other than full-blown, full-throttled, red-blooded, all-out football. And he'll want that. In particular, tonight, given the size of the crowd, 
They are looking for a statement of intent from Rangers I know it's pre-season I know it's a League 2 side I do repeat If it had been Bury Playing at Ibrooks under Pedro Cachinha Or Mark Warburton No one would have cared Or even gone along But they're there to see Rangers Start as they mean to go on And that's the pressure that Stephen Gerrard And the players are under tonight Fitness seems to be the one thing that the players are coming out and saying that Stephen Gerrard, you know, is drilling into them. Mm. Do you feel like that was an issue last season, or do you just feel like this is the, you know, the style of play that Stephen Gerrard is wanting to implement? Will you know need the players at peak fitness? Both. Uh, you know, he's had a look, and he's already on record as saying the first thing that struck him in the the matches against Celtic was that Celtic were so much fitter. He's also not only brought in plenty of players. Stephen Gerrard But he's brought in plenty of Backroom people Who will attend To fitness And to diet And to all the things that Make up the modern day game Again Rangers were overtaken by Celtic In that department When Brendan Rodgers came in And now Rangers are Following their example And they're getting The fitness right Because everything will stem From that And of course ability well, coming up after the break, we'll be talking all things Celtic in the second part. That's coming up after the travel with Amber. The Clyde One Super Scoreboard 5 Grand Fan with Ladbrooks.com. Download the app and have a bookie in your back pocket. Please gamble responsibly. Hugh Keevans here with me, Andrew McLean, on Clyde One Super Scoreboard's 5 Grand Fan. Coming up, we'll get, our, uh, we'll get another couple of contestants on the line to play five grand fans see if they can get on the leaderboard but first of all let's turn our attentions to Celtic of course Dedrick Boyata his Belgium side are taking on Brazil tonight in the World Cup quarter finals as they battle it out for a place in the last four he was doing well at the start of the tournament Hugh he started all three group games he watched from the bench however in the last 16 against uh, Japan it was in a 3-2 win he's on the bench again tonight but it's, it's good to see Scottish Premiership players you know, representing their nation at such a big tournament Without question And it's a shame that Mikael Lustig misses out uh, For Sweden against England tomorrow Because of suspension uh, So they are flying the flag for Scotland if you like Since uh, we're incapable of flying it for ourselves uh, And good luck to them both um, Dedrick Boyata had a decent opening to the World Cup But he would acknowledge that If it's a choice between him and Vincent Company, It's Vincent Company. And Mikael Lustig, of course, is suspended yep. for the quarterfinals against England. But another player in there, there's five other players that finished the season in the Scottish Premiership that have already been knocked out. So plenty of interest, despite the fact that we've not made it to a major tournament in 20 years, which is uh, a bit disappointing. But of course, we're talking about Celtic in this part. And we've got a man that wants to talk about that. It's Alec in Parkhead. Alec? Hi, how are we doing? How are we doing, Hugh? Great. Ah, you're doing a good job trying to talk up Rangers for this league, eh? I'm not talking up Rangers, I'm talking up our game and looking Uh, forward to an epic season. Uh, While talking about Rangers, I've expressed the view that they have so far to go to catch Celtic and I've made all the comparisons that the players had to be signed because Celtic have had Rangers as their plaything for two years. Uh, I've praised Scott Brown, I've done everything. But but you're deaf to that bit, Alec. Right, sure. Obviously, you're talking about, you know, this season again, the Rangers fans at Parkhead and at Ibrox will be looking through their fingers, trying to watch the game, because 
Rangers are following their team as they've done for the last four or five years with numbers. As they're just slinging numbers in. Celtic, year on year, fill their team with quality. There is a massive difference. Massive difference. Well, Alec, we'll wait until games are played and then we can discuss it. I just think that from this distance, uh, it has the look of a proper competition about it where Celtic and Rangers are concerned. It's just been a one-sided non-event for the last obviously, two years. Obviously, I think that what, what people should be saying, Hugh, is Rangers should be trying to cement second or third place. Now, whether they think that that's not good enough for them, it is the way it is. Celtic are where they are. Rangers are where they are. So if they can try and cement second or third, uh, second or third place, then maybe they can start to look at the top of the hill and see if they can catch Celtic. But everybody in a granny knows Celtic are miles and miles and miles and, 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 I, Rangers. And, and I have made that point. I'm just saying that, that there's a reliability about the players that Rangers have brought in now, whereas uh, before, under... Mark Warburton and uh, Pedro Cachinha in particular uh, there were all sorts brought in who were clearly unfit for purpose you never know in this game uh, as I say I am not for one moment suggesting that there will be any blip where Celtic are concerned Alec but do you remember Martin O'Neill's first season? Yes Do you remember what happened before Martin came? The season before? Yes there was a lot of money back then Rangers beat Celtic the season before by the length of Sucky Hall Street mm-hmm. and then Martin came in and in his first season beat Rangers by the length of Sucky Hall Street to win the title have, have you heard any more on the John McGinn situation? I haven't seen his mammy in Asda for a while so uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll need to I'll need to uh, catch up with her uh, I have always said on this programme I think John McGinn would be an outstanding signing for Celtic I can understand why Celtic have been as cagey as they have been uh, with the £1.5 million offer because they could get John McGinn on a pre-contract next January and Hibs would get nothing. So there's no need for Celtic to go offering mad money to get John McGinn. Uh, But it will take more, obviously, than the £1.5 that they have bid so far. But I think he would be uh, an outstanding Celtic player. Alec, is John McGinn a player you'd like to see in a Celtic shirt? I would love to see John McGinn in a Celtic shirt because he's he's going to be different for anybody that's there. Uh, and I think that he can be one that can be there for for a long time. And also another thing, if Celtic offer two million or two and a half million, it's going to go to Hibs. Then after that, it might get a kick on. So the money stays within Scottish football. And I, I've always said that I, I like when, when my team goes and gives another Scottish team money because we can then start to filter that through other clubs in Scotland. Yeah, but it's a cynical old business, you know, and Peter Lawwell runs Celtic very, very prudently and uh, very cleverly. And uh, he doesn't need me to tell him that if Hibs were to play hardball and Celtic didn't want to go to the kind of uh, um, financial outlay that Hibs wanted them to to do, uh, then Celtic would just wait, wait until January. Well, thank you to Alec in Parkhead for getting involved. 01419511025 is the number if you want to give us a call or tweet us at Clyde SSB. Hugh, we were talking about Boyata and, and Lustig at the at the World Cup. They're players that have come under criticism from those in the in the media and, and supporters as well. How, how do you see their Celtic futures? Um, if 
Celtic were to get an offer for Dedrick Boyata uh, on the back of his displays in the World Cup, I think they'd be sorely tempted to take it because he has not committed to any long-term extension to his contract. Uh, so that, for me, would be good business on Celtic's part if they get an offer. Uh, Mikael Lustig has played very well for Celtic. He's been an outstanding signing. Perhaps some Celtic fans feel that he may be getting to the end of the road at Celtic Park. We'll have to see when he comes back from the World Cup and it'll be some time before he comes back because he, like Dedrick Boyata, will need time to recover. And although there has been that criticism for Celtic defensively, they only conceded 25 goals in a league, which was by far and away the best in the Scottish Premiership last season. So is that criticism justified? Um, you know, there was sloppiness along the way. And Celtic, uh, either in the form of players or Brendan Rodgers, would be the first to concede that there was sloppiness last season. There were 10 draws. There were four defeats. That came to a loss of 32 points. The season before, Celtic had dropped only eight points. Therefore, they were 400% worse off than they were the season before. That has to be addressed, and it will be. And of course, these players as well won't have really had much of a rest at all going away for the World Cup. There was this debate, obviously, with the Scotland players that had gone to Peru and Mexico. Mm. Even more different for these players, you know, Boyata, Rogic, Lustig. Because they've been playing for, you know, if they make it to a final, that's a month of football when they could have been off. Yeah, but, you know, it's the modern day game and players have to accept that. Uh, it's the worst of all worlds when UEFA decide that the Champions League has to be extended by one round where qualification is concerned. And the beginning of that new rule coincides with a World Cup year. So Celtic have to negotiate four rounds in order to qualify for the Champions League and some of their players are still over in Russia involved in the World Cup. The worst of all worlds, but absolutely unavoidable. And some of the players, of course, will be over in Ireland tomorrow. They face mm. Shamrock Rovers in a friendly. That's That'll be Celtic's fifth pre-season friendly. They yeah. had four over in Austria, two in one day even. So you'd think they've got plenty of minutes under their belt in pre-season going into their Alishkirt tie on Tuesday. Well, Brendan Rodgers des described it as the roadshow. Uh, and they'll have a great time uh, in Ireland tomorrow. The the Irish Celtic support will thrill to seeing the, the, the team there. Uh, but then these things are not uh, a carnival. Uh, they're, they're there to put some steel into the players before they have to go to Armenia because from the word go, you know, we all remember what happened to Gordon Strachan in, in Bratislava in his first game as Celtic manager. Uh, he lost five goals and Celtic couldn't catch up in it uh, at the return leg in Celtic Park. So when they go to Armenia, the serious heads go on. The Clyde One Super Scoreboard 5 Grand Fan With Ladbrokes.com Please gamble responsibly Make a big summer signing now And sign up at ClydeOne.com Time to get our second contestant of the night on And it's Ian in Falkirk Ian? Evening guys, how are you? Good evening, how are you feeling going into 5 Grand Fan? Are you confident? No, I wouldn't say confident a bit Wouldn't say confident, no I mean, surely positivity is the name of the game here Go in, confidence you know, if it's riding high, then surely you've got a, you've got a chance. Well, Ian's just waiting to see the questions and see how tough they are. Good luck, Ian. Thank you, Hugh. You're a, a Celtic fan as well. What what have you made of uh, Celtic's pre-season preparations? 
Yeah, it's going all right. I would like to see a, a couple of more players coming in. But as Hugh says, defensively and then maybe some of the most creative players. Never really looked out with my son the last season, so I think that would be a good space to fill this season. Long way to go in the transfer window, Ian. Long way. Yep. Well, as for five grand fan, 30 seconds on the clock as usual to answer as many questions as you can. If you don't know the answer, you can pass or at least give it a guess. You never know, you might get it right. And the aim of the game is to stay on the leaderboard until finals week. How does that sound, Ian? It sounds good. Good stuff. Well, let's just get straight into it. Stephen Naismith has rejoined rejoined Hearts on loan from which side? Norwich. Who is the only French Ligue 1 team not from France? Monaco. Which city are Benfica based in? Lisbon. Which Scottish Championship team has received £600,000 donation for their academy? Pass. Who is the captain of Belgium's national side? Company. Which French club did Eden Hazard join Chelsea from? Paris Saint-Germain. Cardiff and which other team play in the Severn side derby? Swansea. How do you think he got on, Hugh? Hey, that's a good performance, Ian. Thank you, Hugh. How, how are you feeling, Ian? Uh, yeah, let, okay. Let's go through this I think he's a close call We'll have a read through now Stephen Naismith Has rejoined Hearts on loan From which English side You got that one Norwich Good start for you there And you made it Two out of two Monaco Of course The only French Ligue 1 team Not from France They're of yeah. course From the Principality of Monaco Surprisingly enough Which city are Benfica based in Clearly Lisbon. your geography is good yeah. Lisbon Three for three there But unfortunately This is where it started To go downhill which Scottish Championship team has received a £600,000 donation for their academy? You passed on that one. Partick Thistle. It is indeed Partick Thistle. Who's the captain of the Belgian national side? You went for Vincent Company, was it you went for? Hazard, isn't it? It is Hazard. It is Eden Hazard. So unfortunately you didn't get that one right. And then there was a, a bit of a hint in the next question because it was Eden Hazard joined Chelsea from which club? Which French club? You said PSG but it's Lille and the final question Cardiff and which other team play in the Severn side derby you went for Swansea I see what you were going for there in terms of you know geography two Welsh teams is it Bristol it is it's Bristol City yeah so unfortunately Ian that's a three no no problem not a bad effort at all from Ian but if you think you can do better than him well head to Clyde1.com you'll find all the information there you need to register or if Twitter is your thing at Clyde SSB you'll find us go to the pinned tweet and you'll be able to register there two weeks left as we said but I don't know if you saw this on on Twitter earlier Hugh there was a a few pictures being posted up by Celtic fans Uh of their season tickets Yeah, and the colours of things has been quite a a topical um, subject in the past two days yep Blue season tickets for Celtic. Some well, of them, not all of them, but listen, some of them are are blue, and it's uh, it's not gone too that down too well on Twitter. Lee Griffiths wears blue boots, and he's two off one hundred goals for Celtic. So do they want the goals taken off him that were scored with his blue boots on? Um, I, you know, I like to think that we're trying to be a mature country. If Celtic season ticket boot is blue, so what? If Celtic win eight in a row, will it matter to the, the supporters? That the the season ticket is blue, you know. Just be mature. Uh, you know, these things are not important in the grand scheme of things. It's simply unimportant. I do remember a, a few years ago as well. There was uh, 
some people on Twitter talking about Barry Mackay's green boots that he yeah. was wearing. So uh, see, it seems to be something that's sticking around for a good while. You it's, know, it's colours. When um, Pedro Cachinha banned the green boots, everyone rightly laughed at him. You know, because it, nonsensical. He was trying to ingratiate himself uh, with the Rangers supporters. Uh, it's nonsensical. You're trying to have a mature 21st century country here. Uh, I don't care what colour the Rangers' third strip is. It really doesn't bother me at all. And I don't care that Celtic season ticket for a certain part of the ground is blue. As I say, if Celtic win eight in a row, will anyone return their season ticket? Don't think so. Could you see Stephen Gerrard banning green boots? No, no, because Stephen Gerrard's a, a, a properly developed grown-up uh, and he'll, he'll just go on with this. Well, after the break, we'll be talking about Hearts and Hibs making their moves in the transfer window today. That's coming up after the travel with Amber. The Clyde One Super Scoreboard 5 Grand Fan with Ladbrooks.com. Bet and play and pull a result out of the bag. Please gamble responsibly. Hugh Keevans here with me, Andrew McLean, on the final part of Clyde One Super Scoreboard's 5 Grand Fan tonight. Coming up, of course, we'll get the final contestant on the line, but let's have a look at some of the news elsewhere in the Premiership uh, A couple of signings Through in Edinburgh Today Hugh We'll start yep. with Hibs They've signed uh, Stevie Mallon He's making his return To Scottish football He's joined Hibs On a four year deal From Barnsley He impressed At St Mirren Hugh But didn't quite Get going at Barnsley Well That can happen uh, But he's a very good player And I think Neil Lennon Will be delighted With that piece of business Because he lost Dylan McGeer I would say The chances are He'll lose John McGinn To Celtic uh, so Stevie Mallon will come in with a heavy responsibility But he's a very good player And of course there's Scott Allen as well Who was on loan at Hibs last season He's yeah. now back at Celtic I, I, I wouldn't This is guesswork on my part No inside information uh, I just think that um, While the John McGinn business is unresolved uh, Scott Allen could yet go back to Easterwood Stevie Mallon certainly sort of fits that, you know, the dynamic nature of the the midfielders that, that Neil Lennon had. When you look at that trio he had in the in the centre of midfield last season, yeah. McGee, McGinn, Allen, all very, you know, dynamic players, lots of movement in there. Stevie Mallon looks as if he just slot in there seamlessly. Well, you know, you, you spoke about um, Stevie having gone down to England and not hitting it off. Uh, who better exemplifies that than Neil Lennon, who was sensational as Celtic manager, uh, went down to England, made a bad choice. Uh, came back to Hibs and has had a terrific time. He's made a real team out of Hibs. He's galvanised the supporters. It's once again a terrific place to visit Easter Road. Uh, I just think the the dynamic is good, and Stevie Marlin adds to that. And it's it'll be good to see you know a young Scottish player who we've seen definitely has the talent in him just wasn't able to show it down south or wasn't really given the opportunity to show it down south get more game time and, and progress yeah. it, it, Hibs play a brand of football that Stevie Marlin will enjoy uh, he'll thrive on the place uh, so uh, I look forward to seeing Hibs in the new season and with Stephen Naismith back at Hearts uh, that's a, a good one for um, Craig Levine been a little Perplexed by what's going on at Hearts You know They, they seem to have Get rid of an entire team uh, Minus uh, Lafferty and Naismith uh, And Brought in another one um, So we'll see how all that Works out uh, I, I don't think even Hearts supporters Could tell you the names of all the players They've signed this season Close yes. season 
11 players they've brought in now which is yeah. quite incredible but you know Craig Levine clearly wasn't happy with the squad he had last season well the Hearts supporters in places weren't happy with the squad they were looking at uh, there were real highs and lows in that Hearts season and the you know Craig made the mistake of talking about the natural order uh, which really upset Neil Lennon and the Hibs players and they went on about their business becoming the number one side in Edinburgh uh, so that's the task that confronts Craig Levine uh, and all of the new signings plus Stephen Aismith One of the things that strikes me going back to the Stephen Mallon deal is you know Hibs have paid a fee for him believed to be just under £200,000 Yesterday, Aberdeen reportedly had a bid rejected for a Doncaster striker, John Marquis, of around four hundred to five hundred thousand yeah. pounds, which was the the fee that was quoted. Is it good for you seeing that clubs out with Celtic, out with Rangers, that are now in a position where they can go out and spend money on players instead of relying on loans and yeah. free transfers? Uh, you know, it won't be that many players. The money will not be exotic um, by general standards, but yeah, for a time. Our transfer market was absolutely dead, um, Celtic apart. You know, Celtic could could spend millions on a single player. Uh, but there are encouraging signs. And even, you know, relegated Partick Thistle, to get, I, I know they have this magnificent benefactor in Colin Weir, Euro Lottery winner. Um, but it's great to see the club, another £600,000 devoted to Partick Thistle rearing their own players. So many things to be positive about uh, You know our first caller tonight Alex spoke about me talking up Rangers I'm talking up the game And a resurgent Rangers Will be good for the game As a resurgent Hibs Is good for the game As a resurgent Kilmarnock under Stevie Clark Undoubtedly good for the game You talk about all these sides It looks as if the top six could be a bit a bit crowded Come this season Hopefully you know, I, I'm hoping that from August the 4th um, when Celtic unfurl the flag and August the 5th would Rangers go to Pataudry for what could not be a better opener for Stevie Gerrard uh, I just hope that we have the season that I think we're in for And then looking towards the other end of the table you know two sides promoted this season how do you rate their chances? Livingston I think under Kenny Miller have the harder job I think St Mirren under Alan Stubbs will believe that they can, at the very worst, take part in the, the playoffs. Uh, Hamilton Ackies, every season, someone will say they're candidates for relegation. And uh, yeah, they're candidates for relegation. Well, Hughes said it. They seem to prove everyone wrong every year. Will they do it again this year? Only time will tell, but it's time to get into this. The Clyde One Super Scoreboard 5 Grand Fan With Ladbrokes.com Please gamble responsibly Make a big summer signing now And sign up at Clyde1.com Our third and final contestant of the night Is Alan from Dumbarton Alan? Hi there Are you you, you feeling confident? Uh, Not at all I usually get about 3 or 4 So we'll see how it goes I think that's exactly (laughs) Pretty much word for word What Ian said When he came on Our second (laughs) caller tonight And he got a 3 So I I tell you I wish it to his questions Ah see there you are You're quietly confident there Alan It's all about the questions So Good luck to you Did you play along on uh, on Ian's questions? I did I I got a 4 I nearly got a 5 But I took too much time So Right well A 6 gets you on the leaderboard 7 We'll put you joint top. So, oh, a miracle, so we'll see. 
Who knows? Who knows? Well, 30 seconds on the clock as usual to answer as many questions correctly as you can. You can pass or guess, of course. And the aim of the game is to stay on that leaderboard until finals week. You don't sound as if you uh, you feel like you're going to be on that leaderboard, but I think it's time for you to prove us all wrong. Right, we'll see. <laughs> we will see. Here we go. Before joining Livingston, how many Scottish clubs had Kenny Miller played for? Three. Who did England face in the World Cup tomorrow? Sweden. Which Spanish club did David De Gea join Manchester United from? Atletico Madrid. What year did Ryan Giggs end his playing career? 2009. Which London club did Dimitar Berbatov play for before joining Manchester United? Uh, Fulham. What year did Rangers play Zenit in the UEFA Cup final? 2008. Which country does CSK Sofia and Slavia Sofia play for? Play in? Uh, Bulgaria. You got that one in on the final whistle. And I tell you what, not a bad effort. Yeah, yeah, the... the... The pessimism was not justified, uh, Alan. Well, that's uh, all about the questions. Yep. Uh, how, how do you feel it went? Uh, maybe, maybe four, maybe five. I'm lucky. Let's have a look through. Well, before joining Livingston, how many Scottish clubs had Kenny Miller played for? You went for three: Hibs, Rangers, Celtic, and a loan spell at Stenhouse Muir. Oh, which is the one that's always going to catch you. Out. <laughs> that's a tough one. So it was four, unfortunately. You then got on the leaderboard. England, of course, face Sweden tomorrow in the World Cup. And you made it two. Atletico Madrid was the club that David De Gea joined Manchester United from. And uh, you went for 2009 as the year Ryan Giggs ended his playing career. What do you think, Hugh? Guess for me, 2015. Well, Hugh is closer. 2014. Uh. 2014, unfortunately. Which London club did Dimitar Perbatov play for before joining Manchester United? That was, of course, Tottenham. Uh, oh. You went for Fulham, didn't you? Oh, I just think of the white stuff, sir. Close. <laughs> Which year did Rangers play Zenit in the UEFA Cup final? That was indeed 2008. And you got the country. Good geography knowledge there. CSK, Sofia and uh, Slavia Sofia play in Bulgaria. And that is a five. Oh. So close. So close to the leaderboard. But unfortunately, you've just missed out, Alan. Nearly Kenny Miller's fault <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Miller's fault Well there we are Stenhouse Muir's fault What are they doing signing him? Yes well a, a good loan spell I believe I think it was 8 goals in 11 games He got there So not bad at all But clearly not A memorable one for Alan If you think you can do better Head to Clyde1.com You'll find all the relevant information there On how you can register Or if you prefer Twitter Find us on there We are at Clyde SSB Go to the pinned tweet And it's all there for you But that's it For tonight's show my thanks to Hugh Keevans for joining me, Andrew McLean, on Super Scoreboard's Five Grand Fan. The search continues on Monday with just two weeks left to get yourself involved in Five Grand Fan. A score of six is required to get on the leaderboard. If you think you can do it, of course, as I said, head to Clyde1.com to register or find us on Twitter. Don't go anywhere, though. As always, it's GBX Friday up next. The Clyde One Super Scoreboard Five Grand Fan with Ladbrooks.com. It's not over till it's over. So bet and play now. Please gamble responsibly.